You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, January the 6th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The body of the fourth storm-related fatality has been identified. Ali Agbaria, a 44-year-old Arara resident who was swept away with his car in a river north of Givat Nili yesterday. In addition to Agbaria, Binyamina resident Eren Herenstadt, aged 72, was killed when he was trapped in his car in waters that flooded an alley next to his home. In Saturday, Dean Shoshani and Stav Harari died when they were trapped in a flooded elevator in a residential building in Tel Aviv. The Northern Front remains the most volatile for conflict in 2020, the Institute for National Security Studies of Tel Aviv University says in its annual assessment, which it presented to the president today. According to the think tank, the U.S. assassination of Iranian military commander Qasem Soleimani poses a possible strategic shift whose scope and breadth is too early to assess, but which requires Israel to draw up a new strategy that takes into account all possible scenarios, including an escalation to a wide conflict between the United States and Iran that could also involve Israel. The assessment does not rule out an escalation in the north as a result of an Iranian attack on Israeli targets. An escalation in the north could lead to a third Lebanon war, the report says, that could engage Hezbollah in Lebanon, pro-Iranian forces in Syria and Iraq, and possibly Iran, and would be far more destructive than the second Lebanon war, with the Israeli home front under massive rocket fire, some of it precision missiles, as well as attempted ground invasions by enemy forces. In other areas, the think tank found that potential for escalation with Hamas in Gaza remains high despite efforts to reach a calm arrangement, but the severity of the threat is significantly lower than that facing Israel from the north. In Iran, tens of thousands of mourners gathered in the streets of Tehran for the funeral of Iranian military commander Qasem Soleimani. Speaking at the funeral, Soleimani's daughter Zinab Soleimani warned her father's death would bring a dark day for the United States. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei led prayers in the funerals for Soleimani and other militants killed in the U.S. drone strike in Iraq on Friday. Police have arrested seven people, including two senior officials in the Education and Labor and Welfare Ministries, on suspicion of accepting bribes and perks in exchange for rigging tenders for private colleges that offer professional training courses to civil servants and providing regulatory perks. Four more people were questioned under caution for alleged involvement. The Ofer Military Court has convicted the terrorist who murdered 45-year-old Ari Fuld in a stabbing attack at the Gush Etzion Junction in September 2018. After he was stabbed, Fuld chased the attacker, shooting at him, before succumbing to his own injuries. The terrorist, who was a minor at the time, was also found guilty on three counts of attempted murder. An organization called the Guardian of Israeli Democracy has petitioned the High Court of Justice challenging the appointment of Knesset member David Bitan as a cabinet minister in light of the criminal allegations against him. The organization asks that the attorney general instruct the prime minister not to make the appointment 
The petition cited the Pinchasi and Derry affairs, which determined that in certain circumstances, even the findings of a criminal investigation could compel the termination of a minister's post. The petition said that it should be common sense that a person suspected by police of corruption offenses, including bribery, should not be a cabinet minister. Israel Railways is expected today to resume work on electrifying the tracks along the Ayalon section, which was suspended over the Hanukkah holiday. As a result, in the coming three weeks, one of three tracks will be shut down, and there will be service changes to the Western Negev line. More information on the train service changes on the Israel Railways site. All of the Tel Aviv-Yafo beaches have been closed because of suspected pollution from the recent heavy rains and the forecast for more precipitation. The municipality says the rainfall is expected to flush refuse into the water. Finally, the Israel Antiquities Authority archaeologists excavating in the city of David National Park have discovered a rare 2,000-year-old measuring table used for liquid items such as wine in what appears to be a major town square along the pilgrimage road. In addition to the measuring table, tens of stone measurement weights were also discovered in the same vicinity. These all support the theory that this was the location of the main city square and market en route to the temple during the second temple period in what was historically known as Jerusalem's lower city. The weather outlook, unseasonably cold tomorrow, windy over most of the country with a chance of local rain in the north spreading to the center of the country, hazy in the south. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 13, Tel Aviv 17, Haifa 16, Beersheba 18, and in Eilat going up to 22 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.